Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. I'm back, you guys. I'm back. Hi, Ed. Well, hello, Ed. And hello, hello, Twitter world, as our, our good friend OJ likes to say. <laughs> He's got another video out uh, coinciding Please. with the late-breaking Antonio Brown uh, assault. I don't think you can allegations. Ac- I don't think you can accurately say our friend. <laughs> Correct. I would agree. No. No. So just just Bob's friend. Don't let me in. Just Bob's friend. Uh, I don't. I mean, he was. Whatever. Let's let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Do we do we need to rehash the? <laughs> we the haven't gone trial. into the. We re- wait. Can we make this? No, we haven't done the prep for it. I was gonna say we can make this like a true crime podcast to go over the O.J. Simpson trial, and rehash it from Bob's perspective. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad. Hey I man, think, think, re- reasonable doubt. All right, reasonable doubt. <laughs> It would be like a two-minute-long podcast. <laughs> With all that we know, that's about it. I don't know, guys. I just think uh, I just think there's some reasonable <laughs> doubt there. You know. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Now, the short story for our, for our listeners who may not know, Bob Bob stands by the fact that that OJ is is innocent, um, and we'll just move on from there. I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to say I stand by the fact that uh, he was. He was deemed not guilty by a jury of his peers, and uh, that's that. Case closed. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the. Thanks for the fact. You're welcome. Factual update on on what happened uh, 26 years ago. 26. I yeah. So yeah. 25 years ago. The uh, I mean I, I mean uh, the Antonio Brown thing is uh, the the circus never ends. Uh, we we could we could spend another half an hour talking about that. Um, I don't know if you guys are uh, up to speed on, on what happened with his his most recent problem. Please update me because I'm I'm looking on trending on Twitter and it's not included, which makes me dubious as to your um, well claims here. It it's probably really hard to find any Antonio Brown news because there's so much of it. Like you could search for it, and, and which which piece are you going to find? Is it going to be is it the video from last week? Is it the fact that he got released? Is it the new sexual assault, assault charge? Is it the fact that he got signed by the Patriots? Uh, that's what those are just a, a sampling. There are certainly others, but he apparently and I, I don't know the details. I just know that, that someone somewhere uh, is accusing him of, of some type of sexual assault. Um, and of course, OJ comes out with a nice video explaining that he's, you know, it's just an allegation. There's no charges. Just an allegation. No, nothing to worry about there, right, guys? Um, and then I do see from a verified source that he is going. He intends to countersue his accuser for civil extortion. I did. I, I actually. I, I, I saw the the uh, the the the, uh, the formal letter from his legal team that kind of outlined that, and it had to do with uh, some sort of investment uh, gone awry or or some sort of tax problem or something. It's a dry reading, but maybe you'd find it exciting, Ed, because that's what you do for a living. Um, I think my best advice as the as the legal voice on this podcast is for us to not say anything about this until we know anything further about it. 
I have no comment. How's that? There you go. That sounds very Drew Rosenhaus. Well, Ed, Ed was To not a, comment on it? Ed was interested in becoming an agent at one point. Maybe he still is. Yeah, why? I never, no, actually I was never interested in becoming an agent. I wanted to work, um, like, for a team. Oh, that's right. Why, why wouldn't you want to be an agent, though? That's like the, that's like a money pit. Or a money fountain. <laughs> I didn't feel like I had the requisite um, attributes to become a good agent. I disagree. I don't know, man. You're like the nicest guy ever. Yeah, I don't you know think that would make a good public. agent. You're a large guy. I mean, you can. So you can. I think you can definitely better um, relate to those uh, athletes way better than guys. I mean, I don't. Maybe maybe Rosenhaus is large too, but when I say large, I mean larger than the average man. I mean, you're just a <laughs> you know an, an over average guy. You, you could be uh, you know a professional athlete at if you. No, I couldn't. But also, can <laughs> we've never done this before, Zach? When you tweet out the link to this podcast, can you create a Twitter poll to say, "Does being big make you a better fit for being an agent?" It's a great, it's a great Twitter poll. Okay. <laughs> I know you're going to forget to do it. I'll remind you. If only we had a producer and a live show and actual people listening, we could we could say. Put it on the poll. That's funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll ask. Um, we'll ask Peter to do it. So you'd rather be working for a sports team, Ed? I want to hear more about this fantasy of yours. What do you? What would your? What's your ideal position on on a, on a team? I would say the equivalent um, that at least Bob would know is probably like an Andrew Brandt type when he was the uh, general counsel for the Packers. And would basically be negotiating the player contracts from the team side. Um, the equivalent in Jacksonville at one point was Sashi Brown, who somehow, somehow became, he was actually the assistant general counsel and somehow became GM of the Browns. <laughs> um, and I don't know what he's doing now. And I did play against him in a basketball league once. So who are these people? You're just shouting out random names. As far as I, I, I said and two, two names. General counsel, general counsel for pro teams. No, 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 no. These names of people. You said somebody who was the general counsel for the Packers, and then all of a sudden another person. I'm listening two different people. The same person. Yeah, in the same position okay. from different teams. Okay. And, and, so they're like the ant. You, you that, that that sounds like the anti-agent it, if you're negotiating for the teams. Yeah, I think I would have been just completely working for the team and staying in one place and negotiating contracts for the team and negotiating the salary cap company man ed ronsman yep corporate life I mean, you guys are the ones Bob, that work for the a... corporate life now not me absolutely i'm not I, I make no bones about it i'm a i'm a drone no bones um <laughs> bob if you could pick any any position within a sports organization where would you where would you want to go what's your what's your dream job uh nfl quarterback I th- and this is the appropriate time to say how many years running has Bob won the punt, pass, and kick competition for his insurance company that he works for. I, I had to miss it one year, but it's been like four, four or five years, I think. Yeah. Is there a it's trophy a that run. you get for this? Uh, there's prizes. Last year, I got a uh, a tailgating table that maybe I'll bring uh, in a couple weeks, Ed, that we can we can bust out. It's got like a nice center <laughs> in for like a bowl of chips. Very nice. I, I thought I thought you'd get like a twenty-five or fifty-dollar gift certificate to Shriners or something. 
Uh, that I mean, they are insured, so it could be. We'll see. We'll see what they got this year. So what's stopping you from being a quarterback, Bob? Because you've got the size. Like, I think you're about the size of Drew Brees, right? That's true. Um, I think the overall natural ability, uh, also the work ethic, a uh, combination of those two things. So you don't have – are you missing the arm? Because th- you, you can throw the football pretty far, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think I have the arm of a Drew Brees. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> I don't know that Bob could throw a crisp twenty yard out uh, on a on a rope to the sideline. It's not as good uh, of an near, arm that Bob has. Near hash, I could. Not the far hash. You got. You're right. You're correct. <laughs> right, right. Near hash. I guess what you're missing are the uh, the large hands, right? That was always large a problem. Hands. Is that, a, is that a Trump joke? What are, what are we doing here? No, that's just a... Just a general no. observation. <laughs> I, I don't know how a, how a hand hand comment turns into a Trump joke. I, I mean, that's the, that's the thing. I like you Zach, have large hands. I like Zach just kind of willy-nilly. Between me saying I could have been a professional athlete and Bob, what's stopping you from being a professional quarterback? <laughs> I mean, like, hey, Zach, you're a human male. Why aren't you playing professional sports right, right. now? Why aren't you playing professional sports? Why aren't you playing? Oh, why aren't you yourself. a professional golfer? Yeah. I could give you about 38 reasons, but but uh, no one really wants to hear anything about that. I mean, I was I was a, a buck 20 and six foot one in, in high school. Malnourishment? That doesn't really get you anywhere. Malnourishment. That's his excuse. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay. Malnourishment, yeah. I, I, I would eat uh, as much as anybody, and I, I never gained any weight until I, I hit... Uh, 21 or 22 but anyways uh did you guys uh have any any additional i mean i really want to hear some some flaming hot uh takes around the the brown the brown thing do we not have those are you guys just indifferent don't care Uh, my take patriots my flaming hot take is um why is it that uh oh i might have a problem here My, my headset might be dying too many crickets let's see yeah, potentially. Um, my flaming hot take would be: Why is it that everyone is like uh, tweeting about how he needs to get help? I feel like that's kind of offensive. You know, like he. I, I yeah. agree. That's. <laughs> I'm tired of this. We agree too much on this on this stupid podcast. I don't have a take, Bob, uh, because apparently I take all of everything that I think of is from Twitter. Um, so well, I. Have, you can I have represent to that. Say. You can. I mean, you can represent your people. Well, yeah, what do you mean everything you get is from Twitter? I mean, everything I get is from Twitter, well, but I have an opinion. What, Bob, what do you... No, I'm just repeating what Bob has said on the last couple podcasts that I haven't been able to defend myself. So I'm taking this opportunity now. Bob seems to think that I'm a sheep and will uh, parrot the popular <laughs> statements on Twitter. So you're basically just... Okay. I mean, until until proven incorrect, I'm going to stand by that assertion. Like... So do you think he needs help, Ed? Hey, here's my hot take. Antonio Brown should quit and go play in the NBA right now. Nobody's saying that on Twitter. There you go. There's a unique take for the purpose of having a goddamn unique take. Does he have a, ba- a basketball experience? I have no idea, but I'm just saying something that nobody's saying oh. on Twitter just I so think, I can't be accused uh, of being lumped in. To be honest, I think I saw that somewhere. Go to hell. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, what? I think that, that that's a good segue into another topic we'll get to in a second, but I want to actually touch on this a little bit further. I really feel like Gruden, on that call, if you if you watch the video that was released over, over the weekend... Um, I didn't. By his production. I did. 
Yeah, if you did, you, you did not, or you did. I, I did, did not. Okay, you're missing out, Ed. You really need to watch it. Um, I also encourage you to listen to the final uh, segment, or ten minutes or so of the Leopard Show from Monday. The 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 dude who who created the video. He's just some random guy, basically, who knows Brown, who happens to you know be into producing videos, but he's not like famous or anything. Produced the video. I had no real intention of it being you know what it what it was, and uh, it turned into obviously a pretty pretty comical um, piece of film. But but where I was trying to get at here is is Gruden. I think uh, really kind of kind of showed his true colors, uh, which I hadn't seen before, um, where he says, "Please stop this shit and play football." Yeah. Um, that was it, when right? On, you know, he was on the phone. Yeah, that was that, that was it. That was his big mistake. I feel like. I yeah, maybe that's obvious to everybody, but I didn't. I honestly didn't listen or uh, watch the video until today. Um, so maybe that's like old news, and maybe that's that. But I think it's also entertaining that uh, Gruden um, gave permission to to, to let that that uh, uh, un, um, yeah that, that uh, his, his yeah that phone recording to be used after the fact. You know, his his comments were. According to this guy on the, the Levitard show, where uh, uh, wow, I love it. It's great. Right. I know. <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. So. I guess from Gruden's perspective, like that's it wasn't a bad. He wasn't super offensive, but I do think that that comment was kind of like, you know, ultimately saying, "Fuck you, Antonio. Just stay in your lane and do your job." And I feel like that's how Antonio took it, and that was kind of like the last straw for him. Which. I think applies to ninety nine percent of the NFL football players, right, exactly. or, or any professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. But when you're that good or have a proven track record, yeah, you can you can do those things. Well, I want to know. So. I wish. I'm sure someplace has odds on whether or not Mayock is going to be the GM next year. I don't know. Like, I don't see why not. I see it as, um, and I I didn't even watch that video, but it seems like Gruden has kind of gone out of his way to try to side with the players and. He, the guy's making ten million a year. You know he's ultimately pulling the strings, and you wonder like if him and Mayock were kind of clashing behind the scenes on this stuff or not. Who who is saying that on Twitter? I nobody's saying that on Twitter. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, I mean maybe I don't know. I guess I uh, I from what I saw on the two episodes of Hard Knocks that I watched, it seems like they get along well. But I don't know. What do I know? I hate you, Bob. All right, so the uh, where I was trying to segue into was the uh, the the, uh, the the funny idea that Bob tossed around a couple of days. Was it yesterday, maybe? About the idea of uh, point shaving, uh, intentional point shaving. Yeah. Uh, I, I sort of, yeah. I, I mean, the way that that Ed just sort of threw that out there kind of reminded me of just somebody just sort of throwing the ball behind their head. <laughs> in the end zone as of like I don't give a shit um, so that's, that's kind of where my head was but but yeah I mean uh, what what would be again I'm not really sure where we were going with this yesterday well, uh, oh, let but, me jump in here let me jump Ed, did you, Ed are you aware of this uh, line of conversation from yesterday no so so basically my my concept was what would happen if an NFL player was just like totally and obviously shaving points so the example was like say a quarterback runs back to his own end zone just puts the ball down in the end zone and then like runs off the field Some, something absurd like that what w- would like both sides agree to do the play over would there be like a 
You know, like what would happen? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. But I think that Goodell would uh, <laughs> sniff it out pretty quickly and suspend that player immediately. Okay. Okay. So not during the game, but yeah. I know you're talking about you're talking about during the game when yeah. they both look at each other and say, "Yeah, just <laughs> run it again. We'll get this guy out of here. We'll do it over." Well, I yeah. mean, like, yeah. So, so I mean, um, from like a point shaving perspective, that's one thing. But I mean, like, let's just say somebody just totally loses their mind. You know, right? It's like they lost, they lost it, which could happen in the NFL with all the uh, the head trauma and whatnot. Could happen in any sport. Um, but you don't think you think they would just let it stand? I I think they'd have to. I think they would let it stand. But what I think would happen is whichever team was on the losing end of the players' antics would. I'm sure there is something in the NFL rulebook that allows them to set aside a game, and I'm sure that's what would happen. And then that player would be gone from the league. <laughs> I know that allow them to. to- to do what? Set aside. I, I I would I have no doubt that there's something in there that gives the commissioner authority to set aside the results oh. of a game if there's some type of a compromise like that. Oh, okay. I think you're right. I, I think I'm giving right. you the boring lawyer answer. I'm not giving you what you want, Bob. Which is, yes, I absolutely think that the coaches <laughs> would look at each other, nod at the same time, tell the ref, roll it back, and then let's play this again. Like I, I know mean, that's what you want. I just don't think that would happen. I mean, the thing is that that sort of thing happens in like. Yeah, like uh, with kids or rec league play, like once in a while you see someone just say "fuck this" and you know whatever, walk away. But never in professional sports. Well, I I think a better uh, way to take this this conversation is to say what is what would be the most ridiculous act that one could do in say football or let's start with football. Yeah. Like I was just thinking to myself here, if you were to run towards the end zone and and have an opposing player, you know try and tackle you but as you get into the end zone hand them the ball <laughs> and then allow them to score a touchdown would that be the, I mean, the, I think my, the most egregious I think my scenario was pretty egregious if you just run straight backwards set the ball down in the end zone and run off I think that's pretty egregious okay. I, I'm just picturing <laughs> yeah, but then you're, but, I'm picturing like but, Kirk but Cousins doing this and running back and then doing like an awkward white guy dance <laughs> to kind of like celebrate it even though he's the one that gave up the ball <laughs> Exactly, Kirk Cousins. But that wouldn't—I don't think that's optimal because because your your teammates who aren't. I think they'd be so confused that you know. I don't know. I think I think those guys are programmed to just go after the ball. They would go after the ball. So I I feel like that you would you would need to possess the ball until the other players, the opposing players, were nearby. You can just handle the ball as they go to the end zone. (laughs) <laughs> do they actually hand him the ball or does he do kind of like a little toss because he's worried about like getting hit still I mean I would go with the handoff because the the toss might might incur a bit of risk where it could bounce around I think if you just you know put your hands out and sort of say come get the ball you know I think that would be I think every player would do it differently. I think if Aaron Rodgers were the perpetrator, I could see him doing like an actual handoff with one hand and then like a really hard slap on the ass to the player that he's giving it to with the other hand. It, this reminds me. Or uh, maybe that, that's especially if Brett Favre would do that, I should say. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Favre over Rodgers. This reminds me, though, of. Um, this, I feel like this might have been in like Varsity Blues or a similar movie, but I'd like to see more quarterbacks rifling the ball into the opposing team's, like, chest or stomach. Like a defensive lineman that's rushing in, just really drill it in there. Send a message that the next time you run at me, 
I'm going to throw it directly. <laughs> yeah, but they're wearing pads. There's no well, there's actual some soft, injury There's happening. some soft spots. You should throw it like, at the, like out of their nuts or something like that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. What about baseball? What's the most uh, egregious way to, to, to help the other, other team in baseball? Uh, I think when you feel the ground ball, you just you hold on to it and you run into the outfield. Like you run to the outfield wall instead of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. Or just hold on to it. Okay. But I think running... Just hold on to it and just... just yeah, don't let anybody else do anything with I think it. Run, or, or run away <laughs> probably makes more sense because yeah. if you just stand there, that you, right. you might give the impression that you're going to actually get the guy out. But you just you don't run away. Doing. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty obvious. What about ba- basketball? Is pretty obvious too. You just basically do what J.R. Smith did and just run away from the... <laughs> You know, the hoop with the basketball. Can we just let me just take a detour here because I feel like unintentionally isn't I'm always thinking when I'm playing basketball and I'm going up for a rebound on a free throw like on the defensive end and I'm the one that's on the low block. I'm like, don't don't put the ball back. Don't put the ball back. I think I tell myself that every time I would play like in a a rec league game in my head. Man, I don't think that that's like something that's never crossed my mind when playing basketball. Like, I just, I mean, <laughs> so the fact that you're constantly reminding yourself of it. Uh, I don't, I don't think, think I ever did that either. I mean, I maybe did it in like middle school or something once, and maybe I did and it just was etched into my brain so soundly that it, you know, ruined me forever. So you basically just, you you accidentally tipped the ball back into the, into the opponent's goal. I don't even know if I say accidentally, like... I would get the. I think I maybe at one point either I did or I saw somebody got the rebound and thought I got an offensive rebound and went up for the putback. Bob's gone. Bob is gone. Is he gone or is he actually? He walked off. There's an empty chair. What was the uh, your highlight out of, of your uh, your hurricane party? <laughs> um, uh, how about taking a nap during the time that the winds were the heaviest? Was that because you were? You I was sick. A, like a, I was I was a little sick, and um, an, an upper rep- an upper respiratory uh, ordeal. Yeah, and my mom was here too, so we had some backup to help with the kids. But I slept a good two hours. And then I didn't do the pod that night. Yeah, that was disappointing. Yeah. It's been three weeks since we talked to you. But what was the best food that you prepared? You prepared some, some smoked meat, right? I did. I made pulled pork uh, over the weekend, and I put it in overnight. And what happens is that I end up sleeping on the couch next to my back door in case, for some reason, the smoker overheats and I need to go out and... Uh, reduce down the temperature i didn't have to do it this time because i've gotten pretty good at knowing uh where i need to go i don't have the fanciest of smokers it's basically a why, why would you why wouldn't you just sleep in your bed why does it mean because i near it? because i have a uh i have a wireless remote that will beep at me and i don't want to wake up emily mm, that's oh. that's a nice that's a nice guy i bet she really appreciates that when you sleep on the sofa I, I think she probably does. She probably does. Yeah, I'm not not joking. 
Uh, anybody uh, up to speed on the Jamel Hill uh, ordeal? Or is that, uh, is that too, read, too dry of a topic? I read a little bit about it. What, what do you want to know? I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. It's a. It's a funny. Not funny, but it's a. You know, it's a. Bob, but let me. Zach, let me interrupt. Bob, that's a great attitude to have for a podcast. I read a little bit about it. What do you want to know? <laughs> thanks, thanks. Ed. That's 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 the kind of help I need here because because I mean basically it's just me. Continue, Zach. You know, throwing out random topics that are, I, th- I think, uh, worthwhile, and, and Bob, just, I mean, you know, scratching his head. You gotta ask a question. You gotta ask him what. Hey, have you heard about? Hey, have you heard about the well, rain today? Yeah. So, for those of you who haven't read this, uh, Jamel Hill basically uh, threw out the idea that black athletes should uh, on un- or or when they go to college, they should enroll in historically black uh, uh, schools like. Uh, you know Jackson State and Howard and, and the like, and uh, which I think is is fine. I mean I don't really have a problem with that. Um, there have been uh, there's been some blowback from uh, other other African Americans uh, who who think that that sort of is a you know a callback to the days of segregation. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I guess what I'm I'm not really sure if this is if this is worth worth talking about but i mean why what, what would stop a uh, a white person from enrolling at a at, at howard is that not allowed i think it's fine as far as i know that's what i'm saying yeah. like so i don't really understand yeah i actually think it's a great idea i think i'm all about uh if if these uh star athletes want to enroll in, in howard and instead of florida state or sorry alabama i guess these days is the place to go or clemson uh if we're talking football yeah um why not let the you know everybody uh meander over to, to Howard. And I guess it's... I mean, I think... I mean, do you not agree with that, Bob? Or do you, well, you think it's just ludicrous? I think the controversy is overblown because my, my read on it was that uh, HBCUs are struggling, right? And for them to not be struggling, they need more money, right? And to, to get more money, they need to have better players, so better players should support them by attending these schools. It was basically the take, which is a very like straightforward and agreeable and obvious take. So some of the blowback on it was like, you know, when, when you get into segregation talk, it's like, well, that's not, that wasn't really as far as I could tell what she was saying at all. So, I mean, not, not that it was a nothing story, but it was not the story that I think people were making it yeah. the controversy out to be. All right. Once again, we agree. Mm. This is, this is getting mm. old really fast. Ed? Um, uh, uh, I don't feel prepared to be able to comment like Zach did on the idea of sending of having white people apply to historically black colleges. <laughs> um, what do you need to what do you what do you, what do you mean? What do you my, need to prepare for that? What, I think there's probably a lot more to that that we should be aware of before we as white people comment on. Uh, my my understanding is that historically black colleges were probably at one point. Um, created or made that way to probably counteract i would imagine the difficulty in getting into other universities because of discriminatory practices no so while you might not have as much of an issue now no what is it then they were founded with segregationist intent so it was kind of the opposite of what you stated oh yeah there's no there really is nothing stopping anybody any any race color to 
and Roland Howard. Obviously, it would be really silly for them to do that. Um, but uh, sure, sure. I mean, I don't know what the percentage of, of white people at uh, at Howard is, but I'm sure it's low. But that's that's not uh, just like if you go to yeah, I mean, Indiana. I'm sure there aren't many black dudes unless you're on the basketball team. Right. I was just gonna say, like, it depends on. Um, it depends on the HBCU. Like, some have. Uh, white student percentage uh, place in New Orleans called Xavier is 2.3%. Uh, another HBCU is Kentucky State, which is uh, 52% white. So it, it runs the gamut, I would say. Thanks, Bob, for looking up those numbers. I appreciate You're welcome. It. Um, if, if, if anything, Ed, you should at least click on the, uh, the Kurt Baradella Twitter share where uh benjamin watson the former nfl tight end is uh is on fox news with laura ingram talking about about this if you can imagine that so that was uh pretty pretty awkward for for laura i did not read the article and i did not even watch the video of benjamin watson but i read a story of the uh, benjamin watson segment with laura ingram or whatever her name is and sounds like he sided with Drew Brees. She had him on and he was siding with Drew Brees on his stance with whatever it was with the group that has questionable, um, I guess, stances on certain things. And she thought that he was going to agree with her on the, uh, on her take on the Jamil Hill article. And he did not. And then she <laughs> cut, and then she cut to commercial. Nice. That's what I understand. Yeah, it was a very off, off. Uh, I don't like saying this, but off brand for Fox to have that, that kind of guest and, and comment or uh, topic on. Um, anyways, thanks for preparing it. I know you're busy, uh, busy with your life. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm out of topics here. I think I I don't. I mean, I guess we could talk about the. Uh... <laughs> this, is, this is the worst. Sorry, I'm going this is the worst my... podcast ever. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the worst. Like, this is the worst podcast in general. Like, and this is potentially the worst podcast episode. Um, but uh, no, no, uh, no argument for me. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with, with with ending it here. We're we're half an hour in. I'm, I'm I mean, short episodes are, are good for me because it's less editing. I can I can I can just have more fun with uh, you know taking clips out, recording it, and all that shit. Otherwise, I just oh like, oh I have a question. I have a question for Ed. Mm-hmm. Question did, for Ed. Did here we Ann go. reply to you? No, yeah, she didn't. I like to think we're being ghosted now. Just completely. Just this shit. When's the last time you talked to him? Mm, I actually saw her in person uh, wow. about five or six months ago. <laughs> no, you're going to say like last week. No. <laughs> I think she had some comment about Bob, too. I mean, what yeah. would you guys do differently yeah. on, you know, what would you guys do differently on this podcast? Uh, what would you, uh, what's your preferred, uh, 
Nothing. I have no. I have no change. I'm just saying it's bad. <laughs> so you're just you're just there's just the guy who who complains but has no 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 solution for the problem. I think I think that we Correct. should I think that we should get uh, Tony on and make him host. Well, uh, you know, and I'm I'd, I'd be down for that. Where where is Tony today? I have no idea. Probably probably at like a Gophers volleyball game or something. And I and I want to say that yeah, I want to say Peter was was interested in joining now that he's done with his masters. Right. Um, program. Yeah. Um, in fact, he's up. He just commented about how he likes vegetarian stuff, but I don't like tofu or satan. That's that's a. I would love to talk about that with you guys. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Sick. That's good. <laughs> Red meat. Hey, I did try uh, tuna tartare last night for the first time. Ooh. Really. And I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, how can you not like that? I mean, uh, what, what was in it? Uh, it was uh, a really good like pepper crust on it. I had it as a appetizer. Black, black pepper. Yeah, uh, at the uh, at the Ruth's Chris happy hour. It's <laughs> actually kind of a good deal. <laughs> Did you stay for dinner? No. Oh man. I, remember- I had I had a. Um, I was there with another attorney who I hadn't seen in a while, and um, and so we went to grab drinks with the manager we work with, and he is a big like he had like an 18 year old scotch, Ooh. and then he's uh, we were talking bourbon for a bit, and his wife got him a gift at home that he could smoke his glass, which Zach I think oh. you've had one of, yeah, you could smoke your glass and then make an old fashioned with it or whatever cocktail, but it's something I mean I know that a fancy cocktails cocktail bars they'll do that for you so i've i've heard of um putting water into a smoker and then you know getting smoked water and then pouring that into an ice cube tray yeah i have not heard of your smoked glass is it like an actual glass or like i I guess i have the i have no idea if it's this way but i like to think of it as like a little box on his kitchen counter that somehow fills with smoke and then he sticks the glass inside and then pulls it out <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what it is but yeah he made it sound like you take a regular glass and put it in something where the it's I don't, you can't say it's infused with smoke because you can't infuse the glass but it coats the glass I don't know I, Let us know when you find it out. I, but I had the idea, though, Zach. Like, I thought you were going to go with it that you fill up your and just. I would get my smoker running and then put some nice cherry wood in there, and then clean off the grate and then put a glass in there that I would have an old fashioned in and let it just sit in the smoker for five minutes. <laughs> I would do just that. let it get hot. Sure. <laughs> you then let to, it cool down, but it's still got the smoke flavor. You have to use tongs, I think, to to hold the glass. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would be such an idiot that I would go and grab it with my hands. <laughs> I mean, the, the one the, the the method I was telling you about with the smoked ice cubes, I thought it was more of a gimmick because if you're drinking a good uh, a good bourbon, it's probably gonna have a little bit of a smoky flavor to it, possibly. Yeah. Did I, and uh, it just seems like overkill. Did I tell you guys about the dessert drink I had one time at a steakhouse, which was called the John Wayne? Mm, probably, but. Yep. Remind us. I probably did. Please remind us. All it is is just bourbon with um, coffee ice cubes. Okay. 
And so then as you're, as you're drinking it, the coffee kind of melts into the bourbon and you switch from booze to coffee. Mm-hmm.